You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 285. And I mean, the thing is, if you can get through those calls faster, the faster you can get through those no's, it's, it's to find your yes. Yep. So, I mean, don't spend, exactly like you said, don't spend five minutes per no. Spend 20 seconds per no. When you know it's a no, get off that phone. Do it a nice way. Don't say, hey, it's not going to work. Have a good one. Like, yep. no, let me see what I can do. See if I can try to make it work. This if I can, I will get perfect. right back to you. Yes. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. I am here with the great and powerful, the number one best real estate wholesaling cold caller of all time, Mr. Luke Rotvold. Say hello to everybody. Hello, how are you? See how nice he is? See how calm he is? You already like him. You already feel like, I'll sell my house. Thank no you. problem. 60% of value. No problem. 45. 45%. 45%. 45%. So, Luke, I've been hyping you up for years as the absolute best because personally I benefited from your skills, right? Okay. You yes. you had worked with me for a long time. Yep. Luke is number two. If there is a uh, origin story to the TTP program, it started, you're, you're number two because number one, of course, is your Ooh. wife, Oh, is his wife Sage. Now she was an absolute beast. This is back in the day when we I was literally getting lists of properties, getting the phone numbers and hand dialing yeah. them and calling them up right next to your wife, making the calls, getting deals. That was how we did the first 25 deals of our career was literally just driving around neighborhoods, writing yeah. down rough properties and cold calling them and getting contracts signed. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And this that's how you started because Sage really, she liked doing it. She was good at it. But really her passions lie outside of real estate, wholesaling, real estate in general. Yeah. And in stepped at her time, her right boyfriend- hand. And you came from, what was your background at the time? Uh, I bartended for about five years. Yep. And after bartending, I was selling cars and uh, flipping stuff, you know, like uh, like what Gary Vee says, flipping random random things on Craigslist, stuff like that. Right. And then, you know, you guys came around and there it was. That's where I... And, and you jumped all over it. Oh, yeah. See, the thing is, he got a list of properties. He actually started calling on his wife, his girlfriend at the time's yeah. lists. And was already having really good conversations. So all of a sudden, I started getting calls from Luke saying, hey, I've got this guy interested in selling this property. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> Where are you coming from? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It was a good time. So when you started out, did you... Now, we're talking to a lot of people that are interested in doing this. Yeah. They're interested in getting the wholesaling. Or they've been doing it a lot, but they're interested in cold calling. Yeah. Why does cold calling work for you? I mean, it works because you're direct with with the seller, yeah. you know, I mean, there's so many different marketing ways out there, but I mean, when you're cold calling, you are reaching out, you are being proactive, as you say, so you can get in front of as, as many people as you want. You don't have to worry about if it's going to get to them or not. You're getting right in front of them. Right. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. When you started, it took a little bit to get going, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, I uh, probably took me about four months to get my, my, my very first deal. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, I mean, it kind of, Kind of started popping about one a month or so, um, then probably about two a month, 
And um, and then it's just I kind of started the cycle, and, and it just yeah, it just kept going and kept going from there. And so, you start what year did you start? Oh man, that would have been 2014. 2014. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's been yeah, a little four and a half years about. Yeah. So Luke started working with us. We would we would he would get the deals. Yeah. We would comp them. We would make sure that the that the prices were right. We would go with the contracts. We'd yeah. go on appointments together. Oh, yeah. Get the contract signed. Yeah. And then you just evolved and exactly. evolved and evolved and evolved to the point where we're literally sitting in his office. He's got three other guys out outside of this office making calls right now, following yeah. up with leads in multiple different markets. Okay. He's in Phoenix. He's in Utah. He's in uh, Louisville. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And they're all being su- successful from picking up the phone Absolutely. and talking to people. And calling people. So when you started, what was the hardest part? Uh, the hardest part, I believe, uh, for everyone is staying motivated to stay on the phones for four to six hours a day. That's the hardest part because, I mean, you know, as we all know, it's, it's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you get bored. There's things that come up and you just... Especially if you're calling at home, yep. you know, it's, you get distracted easily. If you don't have an office to go to and stuff like that. So that's, that makes it very difficult. But I mean, you know, I just think that if you, one of my tips is that if you can find something mm-hmm. and you've heard me talk about this before. Yep. So if you can find something, this. if you can find something to do while you call, yep. it makes it 10 times easier. So what did you find to do by chance? Uh, you know, I like football. Yep. So uh, I play a little bit of Madden. A little bit of Madden Live. A little bit, a little bit, online. So I want you guys to envision this, okay? Luke is literally, he's got, what do you have, a laptop? What were, you, what were you dialing with? It was a laptop at the time, yeah. Laptop. Yeah. Couch. Laptop sitting on my lap. Yep. Uh, controller. Yep. And, um, you know, just looking up and down, looking up and down from the, from the computer to the TV. And you're playing <laughs> Madden Live. Absolutely, yeah. Were you any good? I don't like to brag, but I mean, you know, top four percent in the world. Top four percent. So listen to this, guys. He's making <laughs> doesn't pay. That doesn't, doesn't pay, but Madden doesn't pay, but it, it can help you uh, find something that does pay. But which 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 is cool. It, it worked for you Absolutely. because as you're making calls, that's what kept you on the phone for four hours at a time. Was that four you to six li- hours, yeah. four to six hours at a time? Yeah. Was that he was honing his skills? He was learning different oh, yeah. words. A lot of the TTP script originates from Luke's crafting, my crafting oh, yeah. of different words that would hit right with with sellers Absolutely. and getting straight to the point. We discovered that when we were calling, there's only six responses you get. Yes. No, maybe in the future. How much will you give me? Uh, how'd you get my number? And who yeah. are you? Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, like you said, there's when it comes to fine tuning your craft. When you're pounding the phones for four to six hours a day for four and a half years, you start picking up small things that yeah. turn people off. You mm-hmm. find out small things that get people more engaged. Right. Things like that. And so, what we've done is we've implemented them into our calling to where it's you know every tiny little detail of every call. There's something that you can change about it to make it go your way. You give us the first. Just give you a better chance, at least. Give, give, give me a for instance. Give, give, okay. give them an example. Give us so, some meat. Okay. So, for example, when you pop up the, uh, the Zillow estimate, mm-hmm. right, when it says, um, you know, how many square feet is on the, you know, on the property is. Yeah. Uh, so, one thing, small, again, super small thing that I do, though, is that I will throw out and say, you know, I'm showing that your your property is, let's just say that on Zillow it says 1,750 square feet. Yep. So I'll throw out and say, oh, I'm showing that your house is about 1,900 square feet. Does that sound about accurate? So what that is doing is that they're thinking, 
oh, he thinks my house is bigger than it actually is. Even though I know it's 1,750 square feet, yeah. I'm throwing out a higher number. So they're saying, hmm, okay, so maybe I'm going to get a little bit more of a deal because he thinks my house is bigger than it actually is. Right. So if I threw out 1,900 and um, you know, and, and it ends up being 150 square foot smaller, yeah. they think they're getting a deal yep. um, on whatever price I throw out. Incredible. And I mean, that's just a very small thing. Right. But I mean, yeah. yeah. And you, you mentioned something, four and a half years of calling. So you still yeah. call. Yeah, I still call. I still you call. Wait, and just, just to let you guys know, Luke has a million-dollar business, okay? Luke has made millions himself personally from cold calling, okay? This has been over years, okay? Obviously, these keep compiling up and up and up. Why do you still call? Because, I mean, the way that I look at it is that if I have nothing else to do for three hours, not yeah. to say nothing else to do, but, I mean, my time spent on the dialer, yep. my time spent calling still is going to be more profitable than me doing anything else of course for myself of course and i mean i you know i still don't mind madden that's kind of fun you still like playing madden you still like <laughs> doing still it a good time but yeah. I mean, it's just it's just you know putting your time where it's where it's best yeah. and for me that's it's on the dialer yeah and so i mean you know it's another big thing that that i feel that people need to that i've seen from from people building a team mm-hmm is that they want to build a calling team. Yeah. So this is this is huge. This is absolutely huge. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if me and you have ever talked about this, but people want to, they want to build a calling team and they have never called a single, they've never picked up a phone and made a single cold call in their life. I know. And so how are you going to tell your calling team how to respond to certain you know, scenarios. Yeah. How are you going to give them the best answers for, for what to do yeah. when things come up? Yeah. If you have no idea what they are yourself, I mean, I you might it. be able to say, well, this is what I've heard to do. Yeah. But when you've actually been in the trenches, when you've spent that time making those calls yeah. and dealing with the objections and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's that you have to, it's I, huge. That's, that's a huge, huge recommendation for anyone who is building a team is that put in the time yourself and it doesn't have to be crazy, but I mean, at least get to know the meat and the bones well, of what it is. What I say is you need to talk to a thousand strangers yourself, Okay. right? You yeah. need to talk to a thousand strangers yourself yeah. so you know what's going on, right? You, so you understand the mentality yeah. of not necessarily the, the, the person that you're talking to, the seller right. that you're talking to, the distressed homeowner right. or property owner that you're talking to, but the mind of the person making the call. Absolutely. Oh my God, this is driving me crazy right now. I've been on the phone for... 40 minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. How much do you think your tone of voice plays when you're making the calls? Tone of voice is absolutely everything. Everything. I mean, I mean that's, we teach that with our team as well as, is mirror matching. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's a, you know, normal sales tactic. Yep. But I mean, you know, when you're talking to a guy who's very short on the phone and he doesn't want to talk to you, but he's still interested and he says, yeah, I'd sell. What's your offer? Yep. You use a lower voice. You can, you be very straight up with them, give them his offer quick, or you find out what his number is. Yeah. But I mean, you don't try to kind of weave your way around how you would with some other people. Yeah. You don't, you don't small talk. You don't yeah. talk about how nice the weather is. Right. You don't talk about, um, oh, you know, I know someone who used to be from Louisville, you know, stuff like that. Right. So you try to mirror match them. If someone wants to get off the phone with you, and but they are interested, be short with them as well. Yeah. Um, Direct. It's an, you know, my personal favorite is a nice older lady. Yep. You know, you use a higher voice, yeah. softer voice, yeah. um, more small talk, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, it's that's it's huge. Well, and I think the I think second to tone, and you are the absolute best in the probably the world. <laughs> I'm saying that, but at active listening, 
Yeah. Right. So oh. they say. Oh, that, wonderful. Wonderful. Yep. Sure. Great. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's. That's why like, is that so I, powerful? Why does that sound, in your words, I mean, I've yeah. obviously said why in no, this I mean, channel, but in your words, like. The reason, I mean, you're not going to ever get a deal if you're going to argue with someone. Right. And that's the thing is that we, that's what we have, we have to teach too, is that why are you going to sit there and tell someone, okay, let's just say their house is, let's say the estimate's 250, right? Yeah. The estimate's 250. Okay, if we have to come in at 175, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And they tell you, oh no, my house is worth at least 250. Yeah. They're not. You're not going to get the sale. Right. They want 250. Yeah. They're not coming off of it. Mm-hmm. You're at 175. Do you really want to spend the next five minutes fighting with them over telling them why their house is going to be worth 175? Right. No. No. And so I mean, that's that's the thing is that you. It's just, it doesn't make sense to, to spend that time on that. Yeah. But I think it's the little things that you say that make the conversations yes. blossom because they open up, because they understand that you're listening to them. You're not just asking them a question like a robot and being quiet, right? right it's right. the difference between a conversation and an interrogation. Yeah, being very agreeable, it, it definitely opens them up. Agreeable, to, yeah, 100%. Being agreeable opens them up to to getting deeper into conversation. Well, and I think it gets down to confirming and approving, just like you were saying, confirming and approving, whatever their thoughts are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the house is 300. Okay, great, yeah. I see why you would say that, that yeah. I think it's worth three. No, that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm just letting you know where we've been buying them personally. Yeah. Is around the, the 220 mark. You know, yeah. I understand that, you know, you, you think yours is three and, and I can see where you're coming from on that. But mm-hmm. us personally, where we've been buying them is about 220, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it sounds like we're, we could be fairly close. I mean, do you think there's any <laughs> kind of wiggle room in there? I mean, possibly you right. think you'd maybe come down to, to 250, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, great. Okay, great. I, I could possibly come up, you know, I just would really need to get a chance to see the inside of the property. Yeah. It's just... It's hard to give you a real concrete number without seeing the inside, you know? So, I mean, if I could if I could get the chance to meet you, which I would love to, love to get the chance to meet you. Sound like a wonderful person. Yep. But if I could see the inside, I could let you know if I could come up to that 2.30 or so. Maybe we can meet in the middle. Yeah. You think he's done that before? Every <laughs> single day for four and a half years, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's, that, that is the point of it. That is the whole art and the actual skill yeah. to making these calls is to not cause friction at all during None. these calls, right? You're not going to get a deal if there's going to be friction. Right. You're just not. Right. You have to be— Move on. Exactly. You know, and that's another one of the big the big pointers that, that I have is uh, everyone everyone does things a different way. Yeah. For, for me, what I've seen that has worked in the past is that if something is not going to happen— don't keep. Beating. Don't force it. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, move on. You know, within the first thirty seconds, yeah. if it's going to happen. So, I mean, again, what we always teach our team is that, you know, if if they are at a certain price and you know for a fact that is not going to happen, say, you know what, let me get together with my partner. I'll see if we can try to make those numbers work. If I can, I'll give you a call back and we'll go from there. Yep. It's a soft way to lay them down. It's not happening. Yep. You're not going to get that deal. Yep. And the thing is, is that if you're going to talk them into it. If you have to talk someone into it, yeah. do you really think they're going to be at your price? No. Let me ask you. So <laughs> if I was going to ask you, if, yeah. would you sell your house right now? What would your answer yeah. be? No. No. Okay. Well, are you sure? Like, I, I really want to buy your house. Like, how can I make it worth it? No, I'm happy there. Okay. Well, if you were going to sell and I could make it worth it, what would it have to do? A million bucks. Say? You give me a million bucks, right. it's yours. Thank and you. this happens. Exactly. By the way, this happens this, every single day. And this day. is the complete opposite of what we have to do. Right. We have to get it lower. So- so as much as you push and push and push for someone to try to sell their house, if they're not interested, they're not interested. Yep. 
And the only way you're going to make them interested mm-hmm. is off of a high offer, yeah. which we already know ahead of time. Wholesaling yep. is not offering over. Well, and it's something that Tom Kroll, my mentor, told me a long time ago, tells everybody, we're deal finders, not deal creators. Right. right. right? Absolutely. We find the deals. Absolutely. We find the opportunities. Yeah. We find opportunities in the marketplace. We don't yeah. just create them out of thin air right, right. where there's not any script. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to, you know, all of a sudden crumble their yeah. defenses and, sure. and they're going to sell at a discount for, for their sure. property, especially properties that, I mean, you know, as soon as you hear that they've re remodeled the kitchen. Oh my They've goodness. remodeled their master bathrooms. Oh. They've got such pride in their house. It's you look at the Zillow picture of it. The landscaping is perfect. Yeah. That's not a deal. No, it's not. That's it's not, not a deal. For sure. So, I mean, it's, you can really, I think you said something really, really important. I want everybody to pay attention to this. You know, in the first 30 seconds, yeah. if it's, if going, it's going to be a deal. Now, I think, so, I think a big mistake that I made, and I'm sure maybe you made it yourself yeah. when we started was, you're having a good conversation with somebody right. and you're happy that they're not rejecting you, yeah. but they'll never do business with you. No, but you yeah. stay on the phone longer and longer because and you're, you're like, finally, finally, somebody's nice to me. Finally, somebody's talking to me. Finally, somebody's, but you know, but yeah. it's not going Relative anywhere. Wasting time. It's, it's, so, it's, it's wasting so, time. I mean, it's stopping you from getting, from finding that person. Exactly. And I mean, the thing is, if you can get through those calls faster, the yep. faster you can get through those no's, it's, it's to find your yes. Yep. So, I mean, don't spend... Exactly like you said, don't spend five minutes per no. Spend 20 seconds per no. When you know it's a no, get off that phone. Do it a nice way. Don't say, hey, it's not going to work. Have a good one. Like, no, let me see what I can do. See if I can try to make it work. If I can, I will get right back to you. Yes. And then, I mean, yeah, you're not going to call them back. That's That's not going to happen. This isn't even gold advice. This is like platinum advice. This is diamond advice. You see how crazy I'm getting here? What we're going to do here, guys, is we're going to do a tour of his office, see what's going on, see people actually making calls. And then we're going to actually go and see the fruits of Luke's labor because I think it's really important. One of the biggest things that doesn't get talked about enough is the lifestyle you get once you control your schedule. Because here's the thing. Luke calls and talks to people on his schedule. He time blocks time. His team time blocks time on their schedule. They're not anxiously awaiting somebody to interrupt their day with their family and small children and their dogs and their boats and everything because they have to answer an incoming marketing call. And I think this is a huge advantage. If you guys are looking for lifestyle in this business, it's a huge advantage to to have conversations on your schedule. This is exactly the way that uh, we did this five years ago, (laughs) and you still do it today. This is an important point here, guys. Luke prints out all of his leads, and he keeps it in two (laughs) folders, okay? Now, what is this folder? This is your yearly? Yeah, so this is the yearly. This is the daily. I'm sorry, monthly and daily. Right. So So what do you do every day? You come in? So, yeah, so what we do is uh, the callers all put their leads, um, you know, in these two folders based on you know, where they're, when they're supposed to call them next. Yep. Um, so as of right now, we are in April. So this is the April folder. It's got one through 31. So if you've got someone who says call back in seven days, today's the 17th. So you'd put it in the 24th. So, you know, very self-explanatory. So here, here's, but, the um, here's the point. This is pretty analog, right? The point here is this works for a million dollar business. And people <laughs> are, are waiting three months, six months to figure out their CRM systems, their, you know, online, you know, lead follow-up when they should be talking to people, right? So you guys just set it all up just so that you can 
this yeah. month, like in May, you have <laughs> this many leads to call. Okay. Yeah. And then he puts it in which days it goes. Right. You come in each day. May 1st you comes it out. out. You file them in. And then as the days come, you pull them out and you make the calls. And you get deals. Yeah. And Absolutely. You and you don't lose deals. And we don't lose. It doesn't. Deals. It doesn't. Like there's a stack here. There's a stack there. Like you know, we've thought about if there was a fire. Yeah. Okay. That that's that's come up before. <laughs> but, but it works. No, exactly. It yeah. works. Yeah. It works because it's simple. This is not. We're not building rockets here, right? We're talking mm-hmm. to people. We're we're having quality conversations with distressed property owners. Yeah. Every single day. Every day. And this is your. This is your. The way that you work. So we do. Yeah. That's it. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. simple. That's it. There you go. You know how much this costs per month? How much? This is about about a $12 fee up front. Yep. And then you got your paper costs. Yep. Sorry for the, the green people out there. Yep. There is a paper cost there. There is a paper cost. But uh, it's a lot cheaper than a CRM. Yep. Yep. Just being honest. There you go. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.